There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Good afternoon. How are you? Un momentito. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So what's happening today? Well, let's what see. Are, we, you know, we got some more hot topics we're going we're gonna to discuss. One of them I'm actually really, I'm really intrigued about. Why? Because, you know, social media and I are uh, frenemies. Oh God! That's how I feel about social media. Um, do it because I have to, not because I love it. And I, there's, I, I just stresses me. I think it's terrible for kids. Um, but there's a, you know, Seattle public schools are suing TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook for damaging kids' mental health. The lawsuit alleges that platforms have exploited the vulnerable brains of youth, hooking tens of millions of students across the country into positive feedback loops of excessive use and abuse. Wow. Listen, the student, oh, they're saying in their district, students have experienced anxiety, depression, and other mental health issues because of their collective dependence on these apps and that they're less likely to engage in the school while seeking out other problematic behaviors. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you my point of view. You can tell me yours afterwards. Okay. 
He said, ella dijo, They're 100% correct that these platforms are doing all of this damage to children, in my opinion. Agreed. 100% correct. I mean, without question. If you just watch, there's a great 60 Minutes piece about TikTok. I think we, maybe we, we talked about it here, how China feeds totally different things into the algorithm in China for TikTok, which is obviously, you know, it's owned by a parent company out of China, right? The things that they feed the kids there are educational, helping their brains to grow. It's like amazing, amazing content, right? It shuts off at a certain time, blah, blah, blah. You come here and it's all, I'm going to dance, I'm going to do stupid things. In a, in a, in a, in a, <laughs> ridiculous, right? That's the US TikTok versus the Chinese TikTok. But all of these platforms, I fully believe, cause these issues, not just in children, but in adults. Anxiety, depression, like this false positive feedback of how everybody's life is great and you just need to keep up with their with everybody's nonsense. The issue I have is what how can you sue these companies for something that I actually believe the school or the parents should be in control of? Like there's I I have nothing against these companies doing their, you know, coming up with an app and doing their thing. And now it falls on you or the parent or even the school to teach against these platforms or to uh, put restrictions on your students when in school or for parents to step up and say, no, guys, as a parent association, we're all going to agree here that our kids are not going to use these stupid but apps. But you think that kids are watching TikTok while in school? I don't think whether, so. Whether it's in school or not, my point I is- I don't think it's allowed. I mean, maybe recess, you know, when they get their phones out. But for example, at Sabella's, school can kids just be walking around with their phones even at recess i don't think so no it's not allowed it's it's not allowed in school my point is i don't think there's grounds to sue these companies for creating a product that is making them money like this that's just people being in my opinion it's how they get the you know, sue happy right everybody's just trying to sue everybody for something yeah You can't just sue them for doing their own. They're they're building a company, right? And it's making money. Like that that's the job. That's the American dream, right? Like they're doing what you, you're allowed to do. They they're not taking accountability. If these public schools have an issue with all of these things, introduce part of the curriculum a whole thing about social media and mental health, about what hmm. it does. I don't think they educate. They will ever do that, or why? or they haven't started doing. No, that. my point is, but they'd rather sue these companies and blame them. They're being the they're the ones that are supposed to be educating, right? So teach mm -hmm. these kids about what's happening. Normalize it in the sense that make it make it okay to say these things are not good for your brain. They're not good for your friendships, your health. Teach kids the negative sides to all these because all they see is the positive BS that's out there that they feed, right? That's what I think. And also parents, no accountability. No accountability. Parents are giving cell phones out at such a young age. Parents are letting their kids use all of these apps at such a young age. What do you expect? There's no accountability. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't have any of this crap as kids. And I'm not trying to be the old guy. Like, oh, my life was this way. And like my kids, I get it. It's the future. It's what, where things are going. But that, if that's we, the thing. But if we all know it's bad for you in a way, whether you're an adult or a child, adults can manage that. Kids don't know how to do that yet. So they need to have boundaries. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unless your kids are involved with sports or extracurricular activities, you know, if they play music or if they have other interests, um, it's a way of keeping them busy. I think a no. lot of parents are using <laughs> That's an excuse. this kid having an iPad or a phone or a video game in front of them at all times because it's, it becomes a nanny. I would rather my kid be playing video games than no. being on TikTok. A uh, million percent. I think they're both awful. Whether you, if I had to pick the lesser evil... Put them on a video game if I had to. I'm not mm. saying I'm not saying I, I, I prefer them being on video games. I'm saying if I had to pick the video game, at least is something just. If you want to keep them busy, it's keeping them busy. And there's different games you could do that could be educational or whatever else, right? They're, they're not doing any, anything educational nowadays with these video games. But neither is TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. That you can't even make. You could read and some of the stuff. You again, you don't even know if it's propaganda or if it's not. You don't know if it's real. Like you do all do this all the time. Like. Oh, I'm a, I put a doctor's jacket on and somebody says, I'm so-and-so and I'm a doctor. And they tell you all these I'm, facts I'm very and you conf- buy into I'm, it all the time. Yeah, I do. I'm very confused because I think there's a lot of content that it's unbelievable. Whether it's true or not, That's I don't know. But how they're do like know? real doctors though. Well, how do you know? Because they said- they are. I, because well, they, they, how do you know? Did you Google them? Of course I Google them. You Google all of them and you know they're, like, what their not feedback is of, by I, patients? I don't follow a lot, a, lot of, a lot of doctors. I'm sorry. I follow a few- most of them now because of gut issues, like a lot of gastro people or like natural medicine that deals with a lot of GI tract issues. And yeah, it says MD, whatever, with this lady from Yale and Columbia. And I Googled her and she's the real deal. Okay. But those ones, if you pick, take the time, they might be. But you know also how easy it is for someone. Listen, you know how many imposter accounts we have just as actors? So you don't think it's that difficult for somebody just to throw on a medical jacket and write in their bio, I'm a doctor and like give you all this information? Or just pretend to be something? It's weird with me because I think there's a side of social media like Instagram and not Twitter as much, but Instagram and TikTok TikTok more than anything that is just awful and is all stupidity and just it's disgusting. But there's another side that I find it to be incredible. Like, you know, the amount of like motivational speakers that I that I follow, doctors that I follow, natural medicine, um, funny stuff. Um, I follow this guy from Venezuela that does incredible missionary work and he helps people by um, a homeless guy. He goes to the homeless guy, what do you need? And then he facilitates um, incredible stuff for people in need. So there's a side of me that I, I can be it, for two hours looking at TikTok in, in tears. Why is that documented? Why is the good deed documented? Because it's so a way of, how do you know well, it's not set up? How well, do you know it's not staged? The way of, no, it's not staged, Eric. How do you, you know? know? Don't be. Sometimes you can be so cynical. Uh, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but what I'm following, there's no way this guy. No, there's no way you can tell that it's all legit and it's life changing. And you see these testimonies, and sometimes they publicize it because they're they're changing lives and they want to inspire people. 
Listen, like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I enjoy looking at nonsense as much as everybody else. I find a lot of funny things on there, like a great comedian, you know, comedic clips. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that uh, is very, very I, I, funny. I get it to buy time, but I. You know what bothers adult, me more than anything? What bothers me, and uh, it's about about girls nowadays that they're reaching for this illusion of what they need to look like. That's the part of TikTok and Instagram and social media that worries me. It's like all these young girls doing these crazy procedures and fillers and Botox and basically um, manipulating their faces and they all look the same. And it's happening with all ladies, women of all ages, that you just got, at what, at what point are you going to understand that beauty doesn't mean that you have to look like so-and-so. You walk, you go to a mall in Los Angeles, California, and you start seeing these girls, they all look the, the same. The Kardashian effect. I've said it many times. And I don't understand. They all want to look like the Kardashians. I, I mean, I don't want to name names. But they do. They want to look like the Kardashians. But it's like, the but you know what? If you're not, you're not going to look like a Kardashian. I know. You know what I mean? It's, they've managed to turn what they do into an empire. But it's, so everybody believes if I can just do that, I can be like them. But it's absurd. It's like, no, I don't want to look like anybody it's else. It's no different. I mean, it's different because there's procedures, but it's like, if I wear Jordans, I can be like Mike, right? If I eat Wheaties, I can be like Mike. It was like the commercials. You want to be like the stars you admire. So they're the stars that these kids are growing up admiring. And it's all about beauty. That's the difference. It's not about talent. It's about beauty. They're not looking at an athlete. They're looking at just gorgeous women and going, wow, whatever they did, they did it and they look gorgeous. And so they want to copy it. So wait, do you, do you agree with me or disagree that, that this burden falls on the school district or um, I mean, on, on the companies or the parents or should the school district sue? What do you think? No, I agree. I agree. I think what you're asking is, is, is monumental. You know, I don't think, I don't think schools are going to now, um, adopt the responsibility to basically teach kids about social media when that's something that should be taught at, at home. It definitely starts at home. There's you know? no question. But if they do, it'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. I think it's the way of the, listen, I think teach you, you told me about this. It was uh, the rich dad, poor dad, um, author spoke about this, how schools don't teach things that are ultimately, you know, generally relevant for success in life, finances, how to manage your money. Money. To, like what, to, what is money? money? What is the significance of money? What it, what it is, what is it, what it takes to become an entrepreneur? Basically, when you go to school, you, you study all these topics that you will never use in life by any means right? So you graduate, you go to college, you graduate, and at the end of the day, do you understand the value of money? Do you know how to be your own boss? Yeah. Can, do you have the mentality of, I'm not going to be an employee, I'm actually going to be a, a business owner? Like very few people and very few kids, especially if you go to public school, the public school system, can graduate even and the, actually have a coherent even in the conversation about system, it. I think as soon as you get done with learning about basic math, you should be thrown right into um, stock market, managing, investing money, like those types of topics. You don't because to the government, the government wants to keep us dumb. That's the that's the the whole the only way they can control society. But I think let's keep them as stupid as possible. I think we're going to revolutionize this with he said Adiho. We're going to change the school systems. We're going to start teaching about finances. We're going to start teaching about the pitfalls of social media, and we're going to start talking about. 
What else? I'm telling you, I'm running for governor in Puerto Rico one day, uh, one day in my life, and uh, then we're gonna have no corruption. Her, 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 all the her, dogs are gonna be new, safe. Her new uh, lifted boobs out <laughs> with my I boobies am, up. <laughs> hi, I'm Rosalind Sanchez, former Miss Puerto Rico, and I'm Petite. gonna teach you the value and of money. I don't follow. And uh, uh, you're not gonna be an employee. You're gonna be your own entrepreneur. And in the whole speech, she'll be female like female empowerment. In the whole speech, she'll be on that thing going scrolling TikTok. <laughs> that's what she does that's so are you joking guys the concept that my husband has <laughs> of me is so sad no but i think we could like change. i always say because if you're unhappy and if you think i'm so silly run and then i write a song like shakira shakira or shakira shakira you know, I, don't, I don't know why i said shakira did you see that, that shakira wrote a song that everybody's saying that it's basically um because of Piquet, the husband, mm. and, and the I guess he cheated on the affair. Yeah. So she just- He cheated has, on a girl that looks very much like Shakira. No, she doesn't. Very similar. I, I don't know. Anyways, Shakira went all out, like a wounded, upset, angry woman. And the song now has like billions of-, of Good for her. Of, how you call I it? like Shakira. Reproducciones, reproductions, is yeah. it how you call it? Like people clicking on it? Yeah, yeah. And the song is massive. And Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, I like Shakira. No, everybody. We love Shakira. She's mega, mega, mega talented. Um, anyways, so listen to this. Experts recommend drugs surgery for teen obesity in new guidelines. I can speak today. I I still have a little bit of propofol. So you say it? Propofol. Prov what? Propofol. Propofol. I think it's how you say it. Yeah. In my system. So if I sound a little, blah, 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 that's why, guys. Anyways, for the first time ever, the American Academy of Pediat Pediatrics are recommending proactive medical intervention against childhood obesity. The new guidelines will no longer ask doctors to simply observe teen ob obesity and hope that it goes down as they get older. Can you read that whole paragraph again? What? The new, gui the new guidelines, read it again. The new guidelines will no longer ask doctors to simply observe teen obesity and hope that it goes down as they get older. Obesity okay. is considered a BMI over 30. Um... Look, if your child's struggling with obesity, would you consider medication or surgery? Uh, I, depending, depending, depending on the age of the, the child. Age and the, the, They're saying for children 12 and older. I don't know if I'm doing a 12-year-old. I'm not putting a 12-year-old through surgery, but and I definitely wouldn't put through. Here's the thing. Before you do any of this, nobody's talking about eating habits, yeah. exercise, I mean, if you can't simply address diet and exercise at a 12, at the age of 12, cut out the sodas, cut out the snacks, the junk, and make your kid go on a restricted diet and exercise. Then if they're truly not improving, especially at that young age where your metabolism can really help, if they're really not you know, improving and they're on it for a long period of time and they get to become like 18 or over, then I think, yeah, I, I, I'm... You got to do what you got to do. I think obesity is a real problem, especially if it's severe obesity. It makes me so sad and annoyed every time, like for example, and I think this is very much a, a USA problem. You know, I think the eating habits of Americans are so bad, you know, hence the amount of, of, of fast foods that you see when you drive every single corner, there's a new fast food. Um, and it's just it's just terrible eating habits. Even the F the what is the chart 
that people follow about nutrition in America, you know, that tells you this is what you have to eat and it's like a pyramid, you mm -hmm. know, and it tells you this pyramid, and this and yeah. that. It, even even that pyramid is so completely wrong. Well, it's dated, yeah. It's dated and, and it's been so proven how dairy is just not necessary or or even good for you. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, be vegan and just do, do not consume dairy at all, at all. But the amount of dairy that we ingest in this country is just absolutely absurd. And I've, it makes me sad every time you go to like a Disney, like it, these theme parks Not even just or like dairy. places that you see all these families. There's a lot of sodas. And I know, and 60%, 70% of the families, they have an obesity problem. And these kids that are five, six, seven years old that are walking, like they look, they, they look like they're like old, like 50 and 60 years old when they're walking because they're so big. And I just go, what, what are you doing as a parent? Like, what are you doing allowing your child to eat so much junk? Forget about the aesthetics of it all, that they look horrible. No, we're talking about health right What now. about this the health. health and the diabetes and all the, all the issues that you're actually allowing and feeding um, into your children? It drives me freaking mad. Yeah, I'm not saying anybody needs to be a rail or be super thin. No, I'm it's just not saying about just be healthy. That. Just, just be, be healthy. healthy because you know I'm, I'm, just, and be healthy. I'm talking about the kids that you see walking around that yeah. already look unhealthy. Just be healthy before you start considering medication and surgery. But just am I against am stuff. I against am I am I fully against surgery or medication when you have a kid that for whatever reason, even if it's because eating junk or because of a, a predisposition to gaining weight or some kind of a hormonal imbalance, whatever the case is, am I completely opposed to maybe thinking about a medication that might help? I will think about it because I'd rather They're, nip it in the butt no, but here's than the, here's having the problem. to deal with no. it when they're in their 20s and 30s and it's but too late. This is the problem. You can't nip it in the butt. You can't get, but if you can't get rid of it, if you don't address the basic concept of eating better and- But what and, and if you address that and they still have an issue? First, you have to do that first. You have to start with diet and exercise and, and ingrain the, the importance of that, right? If you can't build that foundation, a surgery is not going to do anything if you keep doing, if you keep the same habits, you're going to put everything back on. Right or wrong? If I get a liposuction tomorrow and I go have burgers and soda and fries for the rest of my life, all that fat's coming back. Of course. Okay, so surgery is not going to solve the problem long-term. Medication, sure, it might help, but now you're addicted to medication. You're taking medication for something you might be able to do on your own, especially at a young age. I don't okay. know. I got really worked up about that. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. 
State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Happiness experts say that you do these nine things every week and you're going to be happier. Get seven more hours of sleep, engage in a personal hobby, exercise, play sports, spend time in nature, meditate, pray, spend time with friends outside of a professional setting, engage with support groups or therapists, and spend time with family outside of the household. We do all of them. We do, let's see. Well, the seven, seven hours, more hours of we sleep, do that. but not always, but I we do. do. 
Engage in personal hobby? Mm, uh, that one, not so much. Exercise, play sports, yes. yes. Spend time in the na- in nature, yes. Meditate, yeah. I try, it's hard. Yeah. Pray, Pray yes. every, da- every day. Spend time with friends. friends uh, we do. Sometimes. Engage in support groups, therapists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we need it, I when guess. When we need it. Spend time with family outside of the house. And you have to yeah. do this, what, to be happy? This will improve happiness. So I guess we're very happy. Are you happy, Eric Winter? I'm so happy. Why are you happy? The new year, new me. I keep telling myself that over and over. And Why over. is it that difficult that you have to keep reminding yourself? I'm trying so hard. It's so me. hard. No, I'm trying so hard. I didn't know you were so miserable before. No, I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to change in this new year. I have to check myself a lot. Is it working? I think it is. You've been I think lovely overall. I think yeah, overall you've been it's you've been good. lovely. I go every night. I go with God. Thank I, you I so much. I even lectured her when she went out of town for two days. I was like, "There you go, back to old habits. You're not calling me, you're guys." Just, I was working call- like no. a maniac, uh, and he like he made me accountable because I didn't call him. But when I've been working like a maniac, kids. I said, "Well, of I course." Said, well, that's why <laughs> that was the point of the new year, new you. I said, "You have to. We have to be better with each other." Yes, I said it. We said it specifically. So I'm not yes. giving you crap. I'm no, saying we I, have to take the extra step. And I did. And I was, you know and what? The Thank one you time, for checking me. You are right. The one time we spoke on the phone, you were on your phone the whole time. How do you, you were, know that? Because I can tell when you're when you're paying attention to a conversation. How? Or when you're occupied doing something else. And I know I'm right. And you know I'm right. Not necessarily. She just got done watching Fantasy Island. She was going through the whole thing, looking at tweets. I guarantee you, trying to see what people are saying. Because it doesn't really matter. Because whoever watches, watches. And whoever doesn't, doesn't. And she's going through reading about, you know, this person really liked me in this scene. And none of it matters. You know, the day people that watch, watch. Eric, I'm not looking at Twitter after I do a TV show that I'm in just to see if people liked whatever scene. No, I'm doing it because I want to see the feedback. I want to see if they're responding to the material. If they're happy, if they liked it. No, but I'm not. It's not as narcissistic as you just made it sound let me just see if they thought i was pretty let me just see if they like this scene no it's not about that and i have no problem with it i do it too you do it too but if you were hashtag chan ford but my point is if you had gotten if i hadn't heard from you or talked to you all day and i was out of town and you called me i could put my phone down because this is new year new me Mm -hmm. and i could have a conversation with my wife because you deserve that and i did i did the next day i was like you know what you're right (laughs) and the next day day. it was super late by then, and I had to go to bed because I had to get up at four forty-five in the morning. I know, but that you. So I said, "You're right. You're absolutely right." And the next day, I called and I went, "Hey, Baba, how are you? Hey, you? What's happening?" Yeah, that was it. I, was, I didn't even get mad. Normally, I would get mad. I just said, "Roz, we need to do better." We went back to our old ways on your first trip. <sighs> oh my God! Right or wrong? Well, you're exaggerating. You're embellishing a little bit. But anyways. Why are, you, why are you looking at me like that? you cannot admit when I'm right. I said to okay. you that I test like Buck saying I agree. On that note. Oh my God. Till next time. Till next time. I love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, ella dijo, or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, ella dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.